Greetings, everyone. This is the FLN Podcast. Today's recording is happening on Thursday, April 13th, 2023. And we are a few days before the official tax deadline season for the IRS throughout the country, which I believe comes up on April 18th this year, it looks like. And also, we are recording and reporting right from our FLN headquarters here in the Fort Lauderdale area. And as many of you may have experienced torrential downpours over the last week here in the Fort Lauderdale area has caused the airport to close most of yesterday and most of today, which I believe in more than 20, 25 years being in this area, I don't think I recall ever having seen the airport close for that long regarding a rainstorm or the amount of rain that we got. So this is definitely some unprecedented weather experience, but it looks like it's starting to recede and things are getting back to normal. So anyway, welcome. As many of you may know, on this energetic podcast, we give experienced attorneys and professionals a tremendous opportunity to build and develop valuable connections on a long-term basis. I am very happy to report that the podcast content and information has been very well received over the initial number of episodes that we have been creating and launching and publishing out there. As many of you know, we are now determined to publish an episode every Friday, of course, unless we have conflicts or holidays come up or issues happen to keep it. That is the strategy. We want to be able to give you some great, wonderful, excellent content week in, week out. And if all goes well, we will publish on Fridays. And last week, of course, we had the Good Friday. We had the holidays for Easter and Passover and everything else. So that was a week interrupted for those of you that were paying attention and being our loyal fans and listeners out there. So welcome, welcome. Great to have you here with us. Uh, Again, if this is your first time, it's great to have you with us. And if you are a returning listener sometime in the legal community, we call them repeat offenders. It is also great to have you back listening to this energetic, wonderful, educational, and entertaining podcast. As you may know, on the FLN podcast, we talk about networking for attorneys and professionals. We talk strategies and business ideas for you to improve your business more efficiently and more effectively. We discuss how to network, when to network, why to network and the best strategies and techniques to make the most of your networking experience. So welcome, welcome. Great to have so many of you here with us. And again, if this is your first time tuning in, and I've not had a chance to meet you yet out there in many of our wonderful adventures and events, the rumors are true. My name is still Mo Eldiri, and I am the proud host of this very exciting and rapidly growing podcast show. I definitely encourage you, if you have not had a chance to check out some of the prior episodes, to go back and do that. There's a lot of great content and material, and you'll also get a chance to get a better flavor and feel for all of the stuff that we're doing on this particular podcast to give you lots of great information and content. So as I have mentioned many times in the past, I have been a proud member of the Florida Bar since 1997, and it was back in 2010 when I embarked on this wild, crazy, ambitious idea of creating this outstanding network of attorneys and professionals, which today is known as the Florida Lawyers Network. 
If you'd like to know more about what it is that we do in the Florida Lawyers Network, it's very basic, it's simple, it's straightforward. It's designed to be an outstanding network of highly skilled and well-qualified attorneys in each area of practice throughout Florida and someday beyond. The idea behind building this attorney, building this organization, is that it gives attorneys and professionals a tremendous opportunity to build and develop valuable connections on a long-term basis. Many of us throughout our careers have come to realize undoubtedly that referrals from existing clients and other attorneys and other professionals and the people that we know throughout our community are oftentimes, if not exclusively, some of the best, most effective, most efficient, and most profitable ways to increase and get more business. It's not discounting advertising or marketing or anything else, but as many of us know, when you get a good, solid referral, they're already pre-conditioned, pre-known, pre-screened, and it is a lot better of a referral, especially when everybody that happens to know who it is that is being referred and referring you to works out really well. So that's why we spend so much time on referral networking. That's why we spend so much time with lawyers networking, because we know that other attorneys and other lawyers in different areas of practice that don't necessarily do what other attorneys do can easily and quickly and efficiently and effectively provide some great referrals to others. So I encourage you out there, if you are near a chapter for the Florida Lawyers Network, check it out. All you got to do is come, enjoy a chapter meeting, get with the other attorneys and the professionals there, meet some great folks and see if it's something that you are interested in pursuing. If there is not an FLN chapter currently in your neck of the woods and you have the desire, the ambition, the ability, and the energy to go ahead and spearhead and be one of our founders in a particular FLN chapter, reach out. Don't be shy. Just send us an email to FLN at floridalawyersnetwork.com and we'll definitely get you hooked up and make some things happen. So in today's episode of the FLN podcast, our agenda is going to be as follows. Number one, we're going to have a quick motivational minute as we often do at the outset of each episode. Number two, we are then going to go right into the message of the day. Today's message of the day is know your numbers. We'll get into that here in a second. Next item, we're going to have a networking tip. So definitely make sure you are taking notes and paying attention to those particular details, because I promise you, if you actually implement a lot of the things we talk about on this podcast, you will find far better results than if you don't, because there's really great ideas and concepts and things that you can actually implement. We'll have a few announcements right here from our FLN headquarters, and then we'll have a closing message designed to inspire, motivate, and captivate you before you go on your way. Again, really big thanks to those of you that have already been listening to the FLN podcast and you have found it and you have started to actually make it a part of your regular weekly listening, whether you're walking or working out or driving in the car, that is greatly and sincerely appreciated. And as I have mentioned in the prior episodes, I want to make sure also lots of our folks in the listening audience out there are aware 
we are quickly going to start getting some guests to join us on this podcast, interview them about their particular areas of practice and their expertise. And we're going to start learning a lot more about the law and what's going on out there to give you that much more content information and material to be able to work off of. In addition, we'll even have the opportunity to interview some service providers. Sometimes they're called vendors. We at FLN call them strategic members as they undoubtedly provide some very valuable services that we as attorneys definitely get a chance to use in our respective practices to grow the business and so on. So we'll have the opportunity to have guests. We'll also have the opportunity to have some sponsors and everything else as we start to promote not only this podcast, and these episodes with this content, but we'll also have the opportunity to brag and boast about the sponsors on this particular show. So diving right in, our FLN Motivational Minute today comes to us again from Jim Rohn, and he had so many great things that he had shared throughout his life, throughout his seminars, throughout his writings, and today's quick quote says the following, learn to help people with more than just their jobs help them with their lives. And the truth is when you really kind of step back and you really are interested in perfecting your networking efforts and really enhancing and improving your networking efforts, you really do have to have this desire, this passion, this innate ability to truly help other people succeed in their personal lives, in their business lives, and just really lifting up everybody else around you helps everybody throughout our community get better in everything that we're doing. So it really is a cornerstone and the essence of networking is that don't just look to help people with their jobs or with their professions, make a conscious effort, make friends, make colleagues, connect with them and help them with their personal lives as well. And your fulfillment level will go through the roof knowing that you continue to be able to help other folks along those ways. Okay, so we are ready to dive right into our FLN message of the day. And today's title of the episode is Know Your Numbers. This content today is inspired by our good friend and colleague, Phil Fairley of the Rainmaker Institute. And the Rainmaker actually is a huge legal marketing provider and it helps lawyers grow their business. So we had Phil recently join us for a webinar. And on the webinar that he was giving to our members, he was talking about the important numbers that you really need to know in your business. And, you know, most people really just kind of go along each day, each week, each month, running their business, paying their bills, receiving the money. But important numbers that you really need to know and track and pay attention to even before you take the first dollar from that particular client. So we're going to get right into that. And these are the important numbers. So if you are listening to this and you don't have the ability to write out the notes right now, I encourage you to come back, listen to this again, as we kind of go through each one of these step-by-step step so that you can make the most of it. So what numbers must you know in your law business? And by the way, this can apply to any other business as well, but specifically the content for this information is what numbers must you know in your law business? So 
number one, first and foremost, you must know the total number of leads that you get in your business, the total number of leads, the total number of leads for purposes of these calculations is defined as anyone and anybody and everyone that contacts your office regarding a legal matter. If they happen to contact you to see if you can rotate their tires or change their oil, that's a wrong number. You do not count that as part of the total number of leads, but the total number of leads must include each and every person that calls about a legal matter, especially if you are a law firm, that's really who you are intending to have to call. Now, the second one, and this is important, and sometimes people just kind of gloss over this and they're not really focusing on calculating and tracking these numbers, but the second number is your total number of qualified leads. So if you are a family law practice, for example, or you are a bankruptcy law practice, or you are a personal injury law practice, and somebody calls you that's not in one of those areas of practice, that is not a qualified lead because we're talking about just the qualified leads. So for purposes of this discussion, they must meet the following requirements. Number one, they've got to be somebody in that has a legal matter that your firm happens to address or take care of or serve. So if you are a family law practice, then hopefully they have something that is within the family law arena that happens to be something that you can assist them with. If they are not, then they are not necessarily a qualified lead. Now, something else that we have been adding recently to this particular criteria is that the total number of qualified leads, the qualified lead must also be someone that has the ability to afford your services. If someone calls you out of the blue and they really do want family law, but they were just looking for free advice or $99 advice to possibly fill out the forms, and that's not something you do, and they don't have the money to actually hire you to officially formally retain them, then that's not a qualified lead. And the reason why it's important to understand who your qualified leads are is because we cannot improve areas of the business without knowing these particular numbers. So quickly, again, first, we've got to know the total number of leads. Then we've got to know the total number of qualified leads. Those numbers should not be identical. You should obviously have more total leads than you should have for qualified leads because there should be a certain percentage of the people that contact you that are not going to be qualified leads. It cannot be an equal number. And the reason why I say this and emphasize on it is that as an attorney, you want to be known amongst your clients in particular as a trusted resource. That means somebody that this client that you've worked with in the past, got a great result with, a great experience with, is going to call you personally and directly anytime he or she has a legal matter. And if your messaging does not emphasize that to your former, current, past clients, it's really, really important to do that. Critical. Because you want to have a certain number of the calls and the leads that you get from your past clients 
to be about other types of legal matters. Now, why is that important? Because when you get other types of legal matters, because your clients are now, your former clients are now seeing you as the trusted resource, and then you have this great network of colleagues and attorneys that you can refer the cases out to, as you start referring those cases out to your colleagues and your fellow friends and the people that you know, like, and trust regarding these matters, they're going to then have the ability to reciprocate. So that's where the whole tracking your top 12 business referral sources comes in. So you got to know your total number of leads. You got to know your total number of qualified leads, and you've got to be able to crunch those numbers so that the messaging that you are sending out there in the world to your existing clients, to other attorneys, to other colleagues is consistent with being able to do that. So next on our list here, as we take the next step in this process. It is the lead source. For me, this is the most critical information. You have got to be able to determine each and every time a qualified lead or even an unqualified lead connects with your office, what is the lead source? So for example, if a particular attorney, let's call him John Doe, happens to keep sending you bankruptcy cases but you only do family law, well, then that would tell you we've got to reach out to John Doe to say, John, listen, you got us confused with somebody else. We only do family law here in this practice, and you keep sending us bankruptcy. Now, we're not unhappy that you're thinking of us and sending us this bankruptcy, but there's a disconnect here. As much as we appreciate it, it's just not what we do. Now, in contrast, if you have a lead source from Jane Doe and Jane Doe keeps referring you great cases and great business opportunities and great referrals, then Jane undoubtedly, if you go back to episode eight of the FLN podcast, has got to be one of your top six or 12 referral sources that you are going to nurture and you are going to cultivate and you are going to work with on a regular, consistent routine and quarterly basis. So that's why the lead source becomes so important because the actions that you're taking or not taking are going to have a huge impact on the leads that you get and from the sources in which you get those particular leads. So let's say, for example, you're advertising on some type of internet marketing platform and it's not working very well, then for those particular clients or those particular inquiries or leads, you might do something a little bit different but you've got to know what the lead source is in order for you to be able to enhance, modify, and adjust your strategies as you kind of go through the process. So the next number, that's pretty easy to track. And that is, okay, so now that we've determined that somebody's a qualified lead and we tell that person, all right, this is great news. This is definitely something within our area of practice. We can help you. Let's go ahead and schedule an appointment. You then have to track, okay, so how many of those people that you invite to schedule an appointment that are qualified leads end up scheduling the appointment? Then the next thing you're going to track is the total number of qualified leads that show up for their scheduled appointments. So everybody knows this. Why do the doctor's office, the dentist's office, and the eye doctor's office contact everybody a day or two before their appointments? And the reason they do that is 
people tend to forget. People don't put it down on their calendar. People are not, you know, really paying attention to that. And really missing an appointment that is already scheduled is costly. It's costly not only for you and your firm, but they have potentially taken up a time slot from somebody else that could have potentially hired you. So you want to really track, okay, so how many of those qualified leads that agreed to sit down with us and schedule an appointment actually showed up for their appointment, whether they showed up via Zoom or phone or in person, you really got to make sure that you're following that so that you can address any type of follow-ups or reminders that you're doing with clients that have been scheduled for appointments, et cetera, and so on. So you want to kind of track that as well. Okay, so the next one here on this list, and that's why I told you, you're definitely going to want to get out your patent paper and pad so that you are able to take some notes on this if you listen to the podcast multiple times or this particular episode. The next item here is the total number of qualified leads that sign up at the appointment. So you got your qualified lead. They agree to the appointment. They set the appointment. They show up for the appointment and they sign up at the appointment. Golden. Everything's working well. You now have a new client. The client now has an attorney that is going to work on his or her case. And everybody is moving in the right direction for what it is that they're doing. And then finally, the last number in this sequence of things that you really want and need to track is the total number of qualified leads that sign up after the initial appointment. So whether you've been in practice for a week or over 25 years, I promise you, you're always going to get clients that tell you, I need to think about it. I need to figure out how I'm either going to pay for this, speak with my spouse, speak with other people involved, or whether it's even worth it for us to pursue this, that, or the other thing. But I promise you, they did not schedule an appointment with an attorney, come into the appointment for the attorney, discuss legal matters because they were looking to buy flowers. They are looking for legal services in particular, and presumably you have credited, you have vetted them properly, and you have really made sure that it's something that you can help them with, then you definitely want to be able to sign them up and you want to keep nurturing them. That's why we talk about leads that sign up after the initial appointment. You want to be able to follow up and follow up. Of course, you're not supposed to harass people and so on. But if you follow up with the sincerity, with the genuineness, with the honesty that you're like, look, we're just looking to help you out with regards to your particular legal matter. If you're looking to get other attorneys to possibly confer with, by all means, just keep us posted on what you decide to do. So don't just take no, they didn't sign up and then let it go. You want to be able to kind of have a good strategy, a good idea, a good follow-up system as to how you're possibly going to be able to do work with those folks signing up after the initial appointment. Because all of us have had clients that after the initial appointment have signed up one, two, three, four, sometimes eight months later. And sometimes it's even years later, but it's really up to us to be able to nurture that client without harassing them, without annoying them, to be able to follow up with them, to make the best decision that they can regarding their particular legal needs. So in the end, when you get really good at this and you've calculated all of these numbers that we talk about, you want to be able to calculate your conversion rate. Why? 
because your conversion rate is undoubtedly going to be one of the most important numbers in your business. So if you sit down with 10 clients and you happen to sign up six or seven of those, then that 60 or 70% is your conversion rate. But most likely, I promise you, anybody that truly tracks this stuff, you're going to be very surprised that your conversion rate is less than what you really think it is if you truly, truly track it. Now, being less is not a bad thing. Being less just gives you an idea that if you tweak and modify and adjust this area or that area or the other area, you can make a tremendous, extraordinary difference by just increasing your conversion rate by a small amount. So first you have to track your number, then you look at and pour over the data to see where the adjustments and the modifications can be, and then you'll get a chance to kind of take your business and your marketing and your retention of these clients to the next level. So in closing of this particular message of the day, what I really, really want to emphasize on that particular note is that way too often we see way too many attorneys and business owners spending lots and lots of money marketing and promoting and advertising their services and yet they're really leaving a lot of this information and this data on the table because they're not really knowing their numbers to determine where they have to improve, where they have to make the modifications and adjustments to really capture the leads that they're actually generating from their marketing. So for me, I have always found that this is a great foundation, a great tool to have right at the outset, because without this data, without this information, you're truly not going to know where to improve or how to improve or even why to improve. So that becomes a really big part of everything that we're doing regarding the knowing your numbers and calculating your numbers. So in the end, on this particular segment, you want to be able to do two things. Go back to episode eight if you have not done so to identify your top referral sources. Why? Because as you track your numbers in episode nine and you start to really take a look at your lead source that we talked about as the third step in this process, you want to be able to then create that list of top referral sources, whether it's six, nine, or 12, or what have you. And then you want to continuously, consistently, and routinely nurture, cultivate, and work on those top referral sources. So track your numbers, identify your top referral sources. And, you know, as I'm saying this and really getting into this entire message, I'm realizing that this is absolute gold. This is, if you just do these fundamental things, your referral networking and your referral opportunities from other colleagues is going to improve tremendously. Absolutely, because we know that once you have a plan and you start working the plan, you are definitely going to be on your way to some great and extraordinary results. So I encourage you, take the combinations of episode eight and nine, really come up with a plan, make it powerful, make it effective. And once you do that, share with me your results and we'll definitely get a chance to kind of highlight and come back to that and let everybody know how well it is. In fact, you might even be able to be one of our VIP guests right here on the FLN podcast if you happen to implement one or more of these particular strategies. So make it simple. Start simple. Do not get overwhelmed. 
the first thing that you should do is just for at least one week, track your total leads that come into the office. This is anybody and everybody that contacts your office regarding a legal matter. Next. Track the qualified leads. So out of the total leads you get, let's identify who are the qualified leads because the being able to differentiate between those two critical numbers is going to be so important in everything that we're doing to build, grow, and expand the business that much further. Again, for me, it's all about knowing the lead source. The knowing the lead source is going to make a huge difference on how you approach a particular client or lead or potential new client, et cetera. And that's how we kind of build it right into that. Okay, so we're going to go ahead at this time and go ahead and take a commercial break in this episode of the FLN podcast. Gets us a chance to kind of regroup, get some water, catch a breath. And if we had our sponsors in place already, which we don't right now, but we hope to in the very near future, we would then inject this particular commercial break and we'd get a chance to brag and boast about their particular services as we continue to grow and expand the listening audience of the FLN podcast. So stay tuned. We will be right back after these particular messages, ladies and gentlemen, over and out for now. Okay, welcome back. This is the FLN Podcast, and this episode now continues on knowing your numbers. Thanks for rejoining us after that quick break. And remember, just recapping, no business has really ever grown without tracking and improving their numbers in the right areas. So the number one reason businesses grow is they track their numbers, and the number one businesses that don't grow is that they're not tracking their numbers. So we'll hopefully have the opportunity to get a lot more into numbers and data and things into the future. But for now, those are particularly the numbers that we want to track to be able to kind of modify, improve, and enhance some of the networking efforts and the marketing efforts and the leads, being able to capture them, nurture them, and work with them properly to get some really great results. Definitely don't get too busy and don't get distracted. Do these fundamental things, make a deliberate effort and focused effort to make it happen. And I promise you, you'll definitely see some great and extraordinary results as you consistently and routinely apply them. So that is the conclusion on the FLN message of the day. Okay, so since the first part was rather a little bit longer than we usually have for our episodes in the FLN podcast. I'm going to kind of quickly go through the rest of the episode here and hit the highlights as best we can here. So today's networking tip for lawyers and professionals says the following. Once you have a great opportunity to attend a networking event, like attending a chapter meeting for FLN is a great opportunity for you to meet, build, develop, cultivate valuable connections with experienced attorneys and professionals. So once you attend that networking event, especially if it is your first time, frankly, whether it's your first time or whether you are now an active member, 
this is the tip. Once you get to your car, get your phone out, record a note on each person that you had a chance to talk to at that particular meeting. Whether you know that person well and you've known them for many years or whether it is a new person that you just met, you want to be able to take down some notes about something you guys just discussed at this networking event. Because here's the thing, you ready? Again, another great simple idea, but it's not as easy to implement despite how easy and simple it seems to sound. And that is follow up after attending the meeting. You want to take three to five people that you talk to at the networking event. You want to make a conscious effort. You get back to your office. You carve out 15, 20 minutes. That's all it takes to follow up with the three to five people that you talk to at this networking event, whether it's, hey, let's to get together for breakfast, lunch, dinner, or coffee, or I really need to talk to you about a possible case referral, or hey, I understand your kid is going to, I don't know, the University of Florida this fall. Let's compare notes on that particular experience. But you want to be able to follow up after attending the meeting. If you remember years back when people would go on interviews, and I'm sure they're still going on them now, one of the most important things that distinguishes applicants from others is to write a sincere, personal thank you letter to the person that interviewed them. I can't tell you how many times that gets overlooked and how many times that is truly powerful and effective in getting the attention of the people that need to get attention from. So that's today's networking tip. Don't throw this out as being just another thing you have to do. Really focus on it because if you attend the networking event, you are obviously looking to build, develop, cultivate, and meet people at the event. So take it to the next step. Make your notes once you get to the car and follow up with them by email or phone or whatever it is after attending the meeting. And you want to do it right away. Do it within 24 hours of the networking event you attended. Don't let other things get in the way of really capitalizing on this opportunity. Strike while the iron is hot. And the more personal you make the message, whether it's an email, whether it's a voicemail, whatever, a phone call, whatever it is, I promise you, you will once again get extraordinary results. And you only have to pick two, three, four, five people from the event you just came to. But do that routinely and consistently on a regular basis. And you will see exponential results, no doubt, each and every time. So I'm just amazed by this is really, really great ideas and strategies and concepts. So I'm very happy that we have this opportunity to share this so that folks can actually use this information and implement some great business networking strategies to enhance and improve their particular efforts. So again, right here are announcements from our FLN headquarters. We talked about this in some of the prior episodes. The FLN is now coming to Orlando area. So if all goes well, we will be starting in May of 2023. The formal announcements go out here shortly, but we are looking at FLN North Orlando in the Winter Park area on May 10th which is a Wednesday, and FLN South Orlando in the Sand Lake area on Thursday, May 11th. So again, if you or anybody you know out there happens to be in that neck of the woods and they are truly interested 
and sincere about building, developing, cultivating, and nurturing valuable connections with experienced attorneys on a long-term basis, I encourage you to have them join us. Attend. Make it worth their while is definitely our objective, and we'll get a chance to kind of captivate with them as well. Again, also by way of announcements. We have a lawyers, an elite lawyers mastermind group, I should say, that meets on a regular basis for law firm owners that want to compare notes with each other on the best strategies, techniques, and ideas on improving their business. So if you are interested, we are always looking to have conversations with folks that are looking to do that. So again, reach out to us at FLN at FloridaLawyersNetwork.com. Tell us why you are reaching out and one of our team members will make sure that we follow up with you on your particular inquiry. So again, that is the best and most effective and efficient way for you to contact us regarding anything pertaining to this podcast or FLN or the Mastermind Group with the attorneys or the membership opportunities throughout South Florida and the Mastermind Group. And in fact, like I mentioned earlier, whether you want to be a guest on the podcast or you want to be a sponsor, by all means, don't be shy. The podcast listening audience continues to grow for this particular podcast. And then we're going to start getting into a more robust marketing aspect of it so that we can let more and more people know about some of the great content and material that we've got to be able to share with you out there. Okay, so that brings us right towards the end of our episode in the FLN podcast here. This is our captivating moment. So this quote here today comes to us from Winston Churchill. He says, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And we have seen that time and time again in our own lives, personally and professionally, because this quote really is a great reminder that success and failures are not permanent in any way. The best thing I like Well, there's so many great things I like about the Think and Grow Rich book that I'm reading now, again, is they talk about temporary defeats. Nothing is permanent. Anything that you consider failure are basically just lessons along the way of this particular journey. So it takes courage and perseverance to continue moving forward, even when faced with challenges or setbacks, whether you're starting a new venture or new chapters in the FLN Orlando area, or a mastermind group, or even a podcast, or building your career, or facing these personal obstacles. Remember that each and every experience is the opportunity to learn, grow, and become stronger. So keep pushing forward, stay focused on your goals, and have the courage, the energy, and the excitement to continue on this particular path of success. So that rounds out our captivating moment of the day. We had lots of great content in this particular episode today, so I'm very captivated. We had a chance to bring this episode to you here once again. So our final thoughts, again, if you want to be a guest or a sponsor on this podcast, you can also see lots of the other podcast episodes at flnpodcast.com, and you learn a little bit more about the stuff and the content we've got going on there. Again, reviewing the FLN message of the day is know your numbers. 
And then finally, anything else is less than captivating. So know your numbers, know your top referral sources, make a conscious and deliberate effort to create these plans. And I promise you, you will get extraordinary and powerful results from these efforts. So that rounds out episode nine of the FLN podcast here about knowing your numbers. Again, we thank you for tuning in and listening in. We want to tell you, make it a great day, make it a great week, make it a great month. And we look forward to seeing you back here at the FLN podcast or at an FLN chapter near you or soon to be near you. So with that, make it a great one and over and out. Thank you.